Okay, good morning, everybody. Happy Friday. For those that are here live, for those that are for those that are here any day of the week, thanks so much for being here. We are for those that are here with me close to when we're doing this, we are mid-January. I think we're end of January already. It's amazing how things are going. I love this time. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why I love end of January. First of all, I grew up in my calendar. I don't know about your calendar, but my school calendar gave us vacation end of January, not end of December. So I still have that neuroplasticity of like end of the end of January, you're off. I don't know if you guys have the same thing. But I find that these months are the turn. This is like the turn. Like you're coming out of winter. In the Jewish calendar, this is the month of Shvat. And there's a holiday coming up that most, I would say, diaspora Jews don't follow called Tubishvat. For the Israelis that are that are listening, you guys know everything about this. It's the holiday of the trees. Um, it's when they celebrate the rebirth of the trees. Now, you can imagine it goes a lot deeper than that. It is a holiday that takes place. It's going to be, with God's help, on next Thursday. And it celebrates the, the sap that comes back. You know, I don't, I guess for those who are more familiar with this stuff, you'll know, but like apparently the sap starts coming through the tree again and then it begins the whole rebirth. And in, Jew, in Jewish thought, trees are connected to humans. Um, they're a metaphor for human growth. We spoke about a little bit growth and renewal and there's all that stuff that's very much in agriculture that's connected to the human experience. And so really what we're talking about is the beginning of the turn, if you will, like spring is coming. Like this is the beginning of the, the renewal of the world. That sap starts to come up the tree. And now as the sap starts to come up, uh, there's, there's new life. This is the time where like renewals are possible. I'm dedicating the show to a very close friend, a brother, Rabbi Simcha Bas Carol. Uh, may God give him a successful surgery and a speedily recovery and may he only him and his family only see good things and good times a lot of the questions that i've been getting i just want to give a shout out to a man named shmuel who i met yesterday who sent me an email last night and he said three words to me that like sent a shockwave in my system he said shmuel uh zeal team lakewood <laughs> just the way he said that zeal team lakewood <laughs> Like wherever you are, I'm, I got, I'm the zeal team of Lakewood. I'm like, I love that. I'm zeal team. I'm zeal team Woodmere. So nice to meet you. I got a whole bunch of questions about application that I want to sort of talk to a little bit. It's every once in a while we have to remember and we have to sort of remind ourselves of how growth works. And if we don't, we're going to get lost in the theory. So we got to like circle back and like keep this in our heads that what we're trying to accomplish is not actions. What we're trying to accomplish here is being. We want to be natural givers. We want to be people that build people up. You have to be willing to sacrifice things to get there. You're, we can't grow in levels if we are not willing to sacrifice 
the feeling and the comfort that we have in the current levels that we're in. This week's Torah portion, the timeless lesson of this week. If you if you're not on timeless lessons and you want to get it, just let me know. I can maybe Andy can drop a, a thing here now. Or you can just always email me uh, for the link. We're talking about before the Jews left Egypt, they had to sacrifice the sheep because the sheep was the Egyptian god. And in order to go out and become a nation, you have to sacrifice your previous beliefs. You can't hang on to your belief systems while trying to do different actions because actions flow from beliefs. So what we're doing is a little bit complicated. I mean, it sounds simple, but I want to just sort of break out the process. We want to get to a place where we naturally are willing to sacrifice the things that we weren't willing to sacrifice for to become the person that we know is the person we want to be. If you want to be a person that builds people up, you have to be willing to sacrifice the constant taking compliments, the constant focus on one's own feelings of getting the attention you're looking for. Because people that build people, people that listen to people, people that give people what they need at whatever level they're giving are willing to not get it back. That's hard. Meaning when you want to, when we want to be givers, that means that we have to be willing to sacrifice the getting because what comes my way may not come my way. If I don't, if I don't trust the system or I'm not willing to give that up, I'm going to take it. And once I take it, I'm out of the being a giver. So if I'm sitting in my home and I give my wife something, I have to trust that this woman who I've married is at some point going to give me back something. If I give to her and immediately take back from her a compliment, uh, you see what I gave you? Do you see what I gave you? Do you see what I gave you? If it's in my head of like point Charlie that I'm going to use at a later date, if I'm already like playing the scenario of like, you know how much I do for her? You know how much I do for her? You know much, does she appreciate it? If I'm already in the place of collecting, even if I'm going to delay my collection mechanism, I'm not giving her, I'm loaning it to her. A lot of us, a lot of us don't give, we loan. We loan. We give compliments and things, but it's really a loan, it's debt. We give it out and we expect to get paid back with interest. And when we don't get it, we deserve it. We come collecting it. That's not giving. Giving as I give to you and I don't know when it's coming back. Now, that requires sacrifice. I want to I I go further here a little bit. I don't, want to, don't, don't, I don't want to push this too far. So let's just keep it like very, very subtle. One of the key aspects of giving is the recognition that for the, for the energy that I have inside me, the divine energy, the soul, the spirituality, when that starts to pour out of me, that's the greatest feeling in the world. 
giving is better than taking, right? Holding the door is better than getting the door held over for you. Being the one giving the dollar is better being the one taking the dollar. That's how we're built. It's deep philosophical Jewish concepts called, for those who study these things, called Na'amadiki Sufa. That's Aramaic for the bread of shame. God created a world with evil, not with evil. He created a world with the potential for evil because he wants us to earn it, to earn him, to earn spirituality because he would hand us every single day. It wouldn't feel good. The bread of shame is when somebody gives you too many things, there's shame involved. You see this with kids that consistently take from their parents, even throughout their lives. If the parents don't have a smart way of having them earn it, at some point it destroys the relationship. Bread of shame is when you can't earn your own way. And so this world is created with the potential of evil because that means when you choose good, it's a choice. So when you choose good, it's your choice. You've earned it. And then when you get connected to the source, when you get connected to depth, you've earned that. And that earning the connection feels a million times better than just getting it handed to you on a silver platter. Which means that the only reason why it feels good to bring the divine energy out from us, that pathway that feels good what feels good what feels deep is the is the feeling of the divine energy leaving us to the world that only feels good because we have the choice to have it be held back we would have no choice it wouldn't feel like anything so the choice that we have gives us the ability to feel and when we when we, we attach that to giving, that giving is an emotion that we need to identify. Because if you have emotions and feelings and, and, and concepts that you can't identify, you can't go back there and go, I want more of that. So understand that the feeling of giving is the feeling of the, of the divine energy coming out. It's the goodness of this world. Okay? It's the positivity. And for the Kabbalistically minded people, it's the right side. It's the Abraham side, the giver. In Hebrew, this is called chesed, the giving, the extension. Right? Remember that. Zeal. Remember the zeal side, the connection? But to give is a counterbalance. That means that giving is not just a process of extension. It's also a process of restraint which means I have to hold back from the wrong thing. There's doing the good thing, but then there's holding back from the, the not good thing. In this case, taking. How many times has this happened to you in life? Tell me how many times this happened to you in life. Well, you do something for somebody else and like, you just want to do it like, you know, just to do it, right? And then like you get into like an argument with them or something. And then you like recall it, all right? You're like, do you remember what I did for you? And as soon as you say it, you're like, mm, I ruined it. Ever happened to you? Like, like it was about to be pristine and you and you used it. And as you say it, you're like, it's mm, not why I did it. I did it just to do it. And now I like I used it as a chip. I took it. I, I took the compliment from it. And like it it like it like muddied the waters. Of the, of the reason why you did it in the first place. Taking the self-interest 
is the feeling that we have that tarnishes, thank you, Rivka, our, our, the good that we do. Now, how do you restrain from taking? And the answer is sacrifice. Sacrifice is the feeling that we feel when we are removing the, the taker from us, the self-interested from us. Now, if you do it in the wrong way, it can destroy you, so be careful with this. There's a counterbalance feeling here, right, left. Remember, zeal, discipline. In Hebrew, this is called chesed and gevura. Giving, feeling great, sacrifice, being willing to feel not great for what you believe in. Being willing to not take even though you deserve it. Being willing to not indulge because of a greater purpose and greater good. That feeling called sacrifice feels physically um, detrimental. It hurts. But if we don't identify it as a positive development in our own evolution, we're not going to appreciate it. We can't possibly get anywhere if we're not willing to sacrifice the old to get into the new. And many times in life, here's how it works. You give, and it's great in the beginning. And then some point you've got to sacrifice. You've got to walk into the abyss. You got to be willing to give without getting it back immediately. You got to be willing to trust even though you can't see it clearly. You got to be willing to undergo even though you don't know how it's going to work out. And in that, that world of sacrificing for something you believe in, what ends up happening is you grow just as much, if not more, in your ability to give. Because what sacrifice does, it sacrifice teaches us just how strong we really are. If I give you something, it feels it feels great. That's the right side. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, now I expect it in return, let's say. And let's say we're in a healthy world. You're not creating enablers. You're not helicoptering, right? You're not creating dependencies. You're just like in a regular healthy relationship. And you sacrifice the words you're about to give that would make the person feel bad. And you don't say anything. You're just happy for them. They didn't come to your event. They didn't say thank you enough. They didn't do it for you, what you did for them. They don't really appreciate you as much as you think they did. They deserve whatever. Let's go even bigger, right? This happens a lot with, with spirituality. A lot with spirituality. People start to get more spiritual. They start doing more, so to speak, for God. In the beginning, it feels amazing. Then they hit like a wall and they're like, what's up? It's your turn. And they have to choose. Do I take from God? I can't take from God, so I just get upset at him until he delivers what I want. Or do I keep on doing what I think is right, even though I don't see the results of what I thought would be just like an exchange with the divine? This happens at work. This happens in school, everywhere. There's the giving, I'm doing, feels good, I'm getting, everything's amazing. Then there's like I hit a wall. Now I got to decide, do I pull back, comfortable, 
take, or do I keep on going, sacrifice? And we think the sacrifice is like the non-good part, the good part's the giving, but what we don't appreciate is that most of the growth that come, takes place takes place in the world of sacrifice. In the world of sacrifice, you become the giver that you really are because you start to realize how strong you are. I don't need that compliment. I'd like it. I don't need it. I'm happy to just for them to be, how do I make, how do I get happy for somebody else and not need them to be happy for me? I don't know. I'm happy for them giving. And they didn't call me right back. That's where you start to learn how to be a person that doesn't need someone to call you back to still maintain the same levels of positivity. That's greatness. So many of you are doing things that are giving and growing based on the past, thank God for the past few shows, but now you experience a little bit of like, what's up? It's not coming back. Or this is hard. I, I already spoke to a few people like, I want to keep this going, but this is hard. I got to be more vulnerable now. But you don't realize, neither do I, by the way, I'm just saying it. This is the hardest thing in the world. That as powerful as giving is, sacrifice is even more powerful. The ability to give and then feel the burn, man, that's where you become where you become. Yeah, it's great that the Jews were pumped for, for leaving Egypt, but when they had to go out and find that sheep and slaughter the sheep, man, they had to sacrifice. They had to be vulnerable. That's when they became a nation. We become who we become when we're willing to walk through the fire for something that we believe in. You think you become connected to God when like you're feeling inspired? No, you, you become connected to God when you feel uninspired. You become connected to your family when it's not easy to give to them. You become connected to your friends when you don't want to help, but you do anyways. You become the person you're supposed to be, not in the world of giving. That just is the beginning of it. We become who we're supposed to be when we're in the world of sacrifice. And I want you to understand that because once we realize the value of sacrifice, we don't have as many questions because a lot of the questions that come, come because it's supposed to work. Like I'm giving, they're supposed to be like, hello, let's rock and roll. As soon as I give, I'm supposed to hear the music go behind us. And like, it's supposed to be amazing. It, why do I get like, and like, it's not working. And the answer is the process is giving, sacrifice, higher level giving, sacrifice. That's the spiral, the upward spiral, higher level giving, sacrifice. And we have to, Feel, and I want you to just picture this. This is what my rabbi gave me of a rabbi, Rabbi Levy. This is what he told me once when I, he asked me to do something that was difficult and I was fetching about it. He said, I want you to picture the evil inclination, whatever it is, the, the, the comfort. I want you to picture it like leaving your system. And when it leaves your system, what you feel is that sacrifice. Whenever you sacrifice for something that you believe in and you feel that negativity, I want you to associate that negativity with a little bit of selfishness leaving your system. 
And every time you feel that I did and I'm growing and I'm doing and I don't and I don't feel good about it, every time you hit sacrifice, picture it as a little bit more of that comfort, that previous level is now emerging from my system. Rejoice in the sacrifice. We're going to talk about this. All right. I think I rejoice in this. We'll talk about this. This is a, a, a whole conversation. All right. Oh, thank you for another week. Appreciate you being here. To the Zeal teams out there, thank you. Wherever you are, have an amazing weekend. Have a good Shabbos, Shabbat Shalom. Think about it this week. The joy of sacrifice, the honor of sacrifice. Thanks so much again for being here. It means the world to me. With God's help, can't wait to see you again next week. Have a great weekend.